Podcast uh, College Football Edition with me and Connor Ryan here. Uh, don't get to do this too often. Connor's a busy guy. I like to think I am too for the most part, but we're going to get into some some nice college football topics for before conference championship week. We're at the Thursday before uh, everything gets kicked off tomorrow with the Pac-12 championship. Um, we're just going to run through some uh, some of these games, give give a few predictions, kind of let you guys know where our heads are at going into uh, Sunday, the selection show on Sunday. So um, starting it off tomorrow night, we got uh, Utah and Oregon facing off in uh, San Francisco, if I'm not mistaken, at Levi's Stadium. Should be a really interesting game. Um, And there's a good bit of controversy kind of surrounding, you know, Utah and Oklahoma and even Baylor. And, you know, you can't forget about Georgia playing LSU, but the conversation of kind of this race for the fourth spot. Um, and this game's going to play a huge part in that. Uh, I guess I'll start off by saying, I think they, the line on this game is six and a half or seven. I, I don't think I'd touch that. I, I think that, you know, everyone was talking about Oregon as kind of a shoe-in to get that fourth spot in the playoff until Arizona State upset them a few weeks ago. And now all of a sudden, it feels like everyone's kind of forgotten about them and, and they're writing them off and Utah's kind of replaced them. And as much of a Utah fan I've been this season and a believer that I've been this season, I think seven points is a little bit too much. I think this might be more of like a four or three point game, but, uh, but I like Utah to take care of business and I'd like to know what you think. I think if Utah wins this game, I've told you Connor, if Utah wins this game, I think that they should essentially be a lock to to get that fourth spot in the playoff, uh, assuming that Georgia loses to LSU, and just kind of want to know what you think about that. Yeah, I think looking at this game, I've never been much of an Oregon believer from the beginning. I've been on the Utes train. Have Shout out to Phil Steele's Steel. college football preview. <laughs> he was moving the Vegas lines all the way back in August. So I've I've been on the Utes for a while. I know their defensive line is ranked second by Athlon coming into the season. People knew that they this team is a solid team. I've been listening to a lot, of, even though I'm not a, the biggest fan of him. Joel Klatt was talking about how neither of these teams you can really argue for. It's more of just an argue against the other mm-hmm. team. I have to agree with him, though. I think that Utah overall has the better team just looking at the two. I think Oklahoma is just way too inconsistent. They really should have lost that Baylor game. I mean, I'm not going to just fault them for having an insane comeback. I mean, full credit to Jalen Hurts and what he's been able to do at Oklahoma. But this team, I think if they come up against one of the three teams, you know, LSU, Clemson, that are in Ohio State, I think they're going to get smoked. I don't think it's going to be much of a game, period, at all. I absolutely agree, dude. Utah has the best chance of making this a game. I don't think Oregon's going to give them that much trouble. I'm not a big Herbert guy. I know that goes against uh, your brother, the brother yeah. Murray, Tommy. I'm, neither am I. Huge Herbert believer. I'm really not sold on him much at all. I mean, the problem with Utah is they just don't have the resume to get in. They don't have a win over a top 25 team as we speak, mm-hmm. which is just very problematic. Rewards, easy scheduling. There's really no reason to schedule hard teams. That's what the committee would be sending that sort of message if they do take Utah, which I think if they do win, I'm with you, Lee. I think they do take Utah over Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma has to deal with sort of some of the bias that I think my Fighting Irish have had to deal with being ranked at 15 
despite rattling off five straight wins, only moving up one spot in those five weeks. Oklahoma kind of has to deal with their poor for poor performance against Bama, and I think they're not going to be given the benefit of the doubt, and they're kind of going to have that held against them, which I don't think is really fair to the Sooners, having a performance from a different season kind yeah. of loop over you. But people, the committee is human, and that's just how it is. Totally. And I know wins are wins, obviously, and, and, I, and I agree that Utah doesn't necessarily have a great resume when it comes to wins. I'm not going to try to argue that. But if you look at Oklahoma and what they've done this year – Obviously, the Texas win held a lot more weight at the time than it does now. I'll be the first one to admit that. I was a big Texas believer earlier in the season. They've kind of proven to be just as middling as any other team in the Big 12. And then you look at the loss to Kansas State, and since then, they, they win on a failed two-point conversion against Iowa State where they were a non-existent in the fourth quarter. I think they had a 14-point lead, and they completely blew it. And then they're at Baylor, and they have the miracle comeback. And then they host TCU, and they're you know one play away. If I'm not mistaken, TCU on a on a fourth down goes for it, goes for it, and doesn't convert. Oklahoma got it, and he was short. Exactly, yeah. and he's short. short. Yeah, which which is, and and you know, so those three obviously wins are wins, like I said. But when you look at the Big Twelve, although it might be more competitive than the Pac-12, I think that the the cream is a little bit richer at the top of the Pac-12. I think if you get a team like Utah, who obviously not as many notable wins, but since their loss on a short week at USC, who you can say what you want about USC, a pretty com- has been a pretty competitive team, and I think USC could be a seven-win team in the Big 12. Um, I-, I think that Utah has been fairly flawless uh, for-, for the remainder of their schedule, where you've seen Oklahoma really struggle and you've seen their defense kind of regress back to where everyone thought it would be before the Texas game, when they really kind of put their foot in the ground and got some big stops against Texas. And then, you know, after the Kansas State game, everything fell apart. And we're now looking at a team who's kind of scrambling, you know, everything together. And I feel like a lot of the love for Oklahoma is more love for uh, Lincoln Riley, Jalen Hurts, CeeDee Lamb, you know, and some of the phenomenal players they have on their team as opposed to their unit as a whole. And I just think that Utah's a little bit more of a complete team, and that's, uh, and that's just kind of where, where my head is at, you know, going into this. You know, it's a big decision for the committee to make, and, and I just think that Oklahoma, I completely agree with you that Oklahoma, against any of the three teams that are the quote-unquote shoe-ins for the playoff, They'd, they'd lose by three possessions, I think. So I think Utah would put up a bigger bigger fight. I think they got a bit of a bigger chip on their shoulder. And I think if Utah was a little bit more of a historical blue blood program that you really wouldn't be able to make an argument against them getting into the playoff with the Pac-12 championship bid. Um, so yeah, that's basically all I have to say about that. Uh, Going to be really interesting to see how it shakes out. What do you think about this game tomorrow in, in San Francisco? Do you like the Utes? Do you think it'll be close? Uh, like, Where's your head at with that? Yeah, I think I like the Utes. I don't really think Oregon is going to be as motivated as Utah. I don't think Utah is really going to have the jitters. I think they're listening to a lot of the conversation about not having a top 25 win. I think they're going to come out definitely motivated to put sort of the rubber stamp on their resume to put them in. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't think they'll have as much of the jitters because they're not really certain whether it is a play-in game or not. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, I completely agree. I think this Utah team, like I referred to, they got a real chip on their shoulder, and I just think that 
they would bring kind of a, a boost to that playoff in the in the four seed that Oklahoma couldn't. Um, I think I've made that fairly clear. I like the Utes on Friday. I think it'll be somewhat close in the fourth quarter, but I think Utah pulls away um, with some big stops in the fourth quarter, and I think Herbert has a kind of mediocre game. Um, how about Oklahoma and Baylor? What are you uh, What are you thinking about that game? Yeah, that game is really interesting. I kind of think it's a toss-up. To be honest, if I was a Baylor fan, I wouldn't really be that worried. Mm-hmm. I know I said Oklahoma, or Utah is going to handle business against Oregon, but I think if Oregon does fall or does beat Utah and that Baylor takes care of business, I think they're definitely in the playoff at that point. Yeah. I don't think Baylor's hopes are done. Yeah, absolutely. Oklahoma, I'm going to have to just – lean more towards Oklahoma just because I think Baylor is going to kind of have some memories that are just I think in terms of confidence Baylor's really got to start out strong or I think they're going to kind of falter again with the big comeback that Oklahoma mounted the last time I think Oklahoma I think they'd be in if it wasn't for their performance against Bama last year I think their resume overall is much stronger even if they beat Baylor that's going to be two wins over the second best team a team that got to double digit wins something that Utah will definitely not be able to kind of hang their hat on even with beating an Oregon team in the Pac-12 championship but I think the human kind of element's going to come in, and I think the eye test is going to kind of overshadow the pure numbers in the resume, which I think is partly why we're in a committee and not the BCS kind of computer system in the past. Yeah, and I know you're not a gambling man, but the Bears are getting nine and nine and a half points in some places, and I, I'm kind of all over that. I think that uh, I think this is going to be a one possession game either way. I mean, I ultimately hate to say it, I think Oklahoma's going to end up winning because I just feel like that is just bound to happen. I feel like Baylor might be doubting themselves when it counts, but this Baylor team's got a really good defense, you know, save them falling apart in the fourth quarter of the game, you know, against Oklahoma three weeks ago. But, you know, since then held Texas to 10 points. I know Kansas is an absolute, you know, disaster of a team, but beat beat Kansas 61 to six last week. And I know, you know, the big 12, it's not really easy to do that, you know, uh, week after week. So, not not a team you really can write off, and definitely really, I think it's going to be kind of a shootout in Cowboys Stadium, um, and I really hope Baylor can exercise some of those demons from, from that game where they really should be an undefeated team playing for the Big 12 championship right now. Um, so yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to that one. I think that Baylor's, Baylor's defense is really going to be the key in that game, especially if C.D. Lamb plays. He didn't play in the last game, and if Baylor can do the same thing to limit Jalen Hurts that they did in the first three quarters of the of the last game, that obviously they're going to be able to control the pace of the game and, 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 and kind of write their ticket in the Big 12 and make that conversation interesting. You know, people really aren't talking about that. What if Utah wins, uh, you know, by, by a touchdown and Baylor beats Oklahoma by two touchdowns? What's the conversation then? You know, you're looking at a Baylor team that, again, doesn't really have the notoriety of an Oklahoma, but you look at the resume uh it's it's basically the same so an interesting conversation to have which kind of leads me to the next uh portion of the conversation which is what are the chances in your head that Georgia ends all conversation for all the teams we've been talking about and sends LSU to you know the fourth seed in this playoff and, and ends up winning that SEC championship in unlikely fashion I think better than people think, to be honest. Yeah. I think Georgia could be sneaky. I mean, it's in there. It's in Atlanta. 
you know, that's mm-hmm. one of the advantages they have. It's going to be in their hometown. I think LSU, they know they're in. They're Even if the loss, they're in, no yeah. doubt. So really, you're playing for seeding at this point, whereas Georgia's kind of fighting for their lives, so to speak. Yes, SEC Championship would be really important to LSU. It's been a while, as we all know, with Alabama's dominance on that side of the SEC. But Georgia kind of has more to play for here. I wouldn't be surprised from a lot of flack the last few weeks they've had time to prepare for this game so i wouldn't be surprised if georgia comes out and gives lsu some fits lsu i mean really if you look at them i mean yes they have some major wins i mean alabama's a big win no doubt about it but you kind of look at it and go well have they had to face much adversity throughout the season no so i'd be curious to see what happens if lsu falls behind like a 10-3 hole or something like that early in the game how do they respond yeah no that's not a bad point but i will i guess just to just to give you the other angle of that, though, I mean, a big part of the reason why they haven't faced much adversity is because they've been such a, a wagon and they've gotten off to such hot starts. And, and, and when they start scoring, they just score at a clip. I mean, like we saw in the Florida game, it looked close for a little while and then LSU kind of just ran away with it. And my referendum on Georgia kind of is like they've just been very slippery this year to me. You see week four against Notre Dame. They, they, Notre Dame, obviously a good team, plays them hard. They slip out of that one, winning by six. Then they, the next tough game they got after a loss to South Carolina at home. They, they play a tough game against Florida at home, and they end up winning that one by a touchdown. Kind of slip, slipped out of Jordan Hare, or Jordan Hare with, a, with a one touchdown win against Auburn. And then we saw uh, against Texas A&M, they could uh, – you know, that that one was really close until the end. We almost saw Texas A&M get an opportunity down six with the ball with two minutes left. Um, and Georgia, Georgia kind of slipped out of this one. And for that reason, I think LSU is going to run away with this one. Um, again, we're, we're talking lines. The line is six and a half, seven somewhere. I think this will be a two-possession game. I don't think this is the Georgia team of past. Um, I, I definitely think the players are going to get up for this game. I think it will be close at halftime. I could see it being like a 17-21 game at halftime, but ultimately I just think LSU, their offense is so dominant that I have a hard time believing a Georgia team that's kind of, their recipe for success this year has been playing teams close and and letting their defense do the dirty work and their offense control the ball. And once they get to that 24-28 mark, they're pretty much set to go. That's not the case with LSU. Um, They're going to have to put up, points at a higher clip. And I know LSU's defense isn't necessarily anything to write home about, but even with that factor, I think their offense makes up for it. And LSU ends up capping off their perfect season by, by getting that SEC title. Like you, you make a good point in saying that LSU knows they're in because they absolutely are. But I think they really want to win that SEC title and continue this uh, dreamlike season for, for Joe Burrow and co. So I think it'll be a close game at halftime, but I like the uh, I like the Tigers to pull away late and uh, ultimately, you know, put that put that stamp on the the resume and maybe even, you know, depending on how the Ohio State Wisconsin game shakes out, maybe even earn that one seed in the uh, college football playoff come Sunday. Yeah, I guess to respond real quick is one. Mm-hmm. I mean, just looking at LSU's resume, I think it looked a lot stronger a few weeks ago. I mean, it's still a very strong resume, no doubt about it. But yeah. you had Middling Texas did play them close in week one. You had Auburn played them extremely close. I don't know how great really Auburn is a football team. They're kind of inconsistent. And then even Alabama, I know everybody acts like Alabama is immortal, but I don't think they had a win over a ranked squad this year. Mm-hmm. And, they didn't. 
So there's no really was Alabama tested all that much. We don't really know for mm-hmm. sure. And sadly, we really won't get to know. I mean, and we don't really know the extent of Tua's injuries in that LSU game as well. And Alabama storming back in that game, too. I mean, a lot of people were thinking Alabama was going to come back. I mean, they looked dead in the water at halftime and they made it a, a very close game. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. I'm not by any means saying LSU is immortal, and I absolutely think Ohio State deserves the one seed over LSU. I think that that's extremely justified, but I do think that this LSU team is is battle-tested, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited for this game at 4 o'clock on, on Saturday. I think that, will I be surprised if Georgia gets out of there with a the win somewhat, but, uh, but I, I just think LSU is... Uh, like I said, they're, they're, this is a destiny kind of season, and, and I can see them um, kind of putting Georgia in their place and exposing them a little bit, um, you know, the team that did lose to South Carolina. So there are some flaws on that Georgia squad. And to kind of cap off the episode here, um, what are your thoughts on, on the Big Ten Championship, the nightcap at Lucas Oil? You got the, got the Badgers getting 16.5 points uh, in the indoor stadium. Uh, we, we, there's their second try against Ohio State. I thought they would play them closer in the first game, but ultimately Ohio State just completely dominated Wisconsin in the second half. Um, do you think Wisconsin has any chance of this one being – I'll say, do you think this game – what are the chances you think this game will be close in the fourth quarter and why? It's little – yeah. No, I think this game is really a – this is going to be where Fields tries to go and win the Heisman, I think. I think he hopes Burrow falters against Georgia, and he's going to try to throw for five touchdowns on the Wisconsin defense. That'll hang around, but in the second half, they'll just be too tired with mm-hmm. Ohio State just rotating Dobbins. And their overall offensive line, just better athletes. I think Wisconsin, I don't know why they can't figure it out. They kind of remind me sort of like in the NFL, the Denver Broncos. They just have a great defense, and they just can never seem to go get a quarterback. Jack yeah. Cohn is okay, but, I mean, he's he's a game manager. He reminds yeah. me a lot of Michigan State's Connor Cook. Like, he's like he's okay. He's not necessarily going to lose you the game. He's better than, uh, what's his face, the Florida State transfer. Yeah, Hornybrook. He's better than Hornybrook, but I mean, that's not really saying a whole lot. He's, he's not, not taking the enough. top off of any defenses. Yeah, he's not good enough to go beat an Ohio State team. This Ohio State team is really without flaws, and they're not going to lose to Wisconsin yeah. in the championship. I think this is where Fields really tries to go and win the Heisman from Burrow, which right now it looks like Burrow kind of has a stranglehold on it. But should they lose to Georgia in a fashion that doesn't look good, voters may remember yep. the Fields. No, that's that's an absolutely fair point, and uh, I think sixteen and a half is a lot, um, especially considering I love Jim Leonard, the defensive coordinator for Wisconsin, giving him that second yeah. chance to scheme against Ohio State and maybe learn from the mistakes they made in the first game. But you're absolutely right in the fact that this offense has so many limitations, and I think Jonathan Taylor might be somewhat of a non-factor again against this Ohio State defense. Their front seven is just too tough. And they kind of bullied that that uh, usually trusty Wisconsin offensive line got a bit bullied in that in that first game, and then again on the turf at Lucas Oil, those Ohio State players are just going to be moving that much quicker. So there's not going to be any inclement weather that would that I think would clearly favor uh, Wisconsin. So I think 16 and a half is a bit rich, um, considering you know Michigan was getting nine and a half. So how much better is Michigan than Wisconsin? I mean, clearly not you know, not. So I think 16 and a half is a bit much, but uh, I, I don't really think there's any chance of Wisconsin winning this game outright. And I think Ohio State is going to cement their spot uh, as the number one team in America. 
Yeah, I think I don't know. I think the line's probably about it, where it is because I think people have more faith in Michigan's offense to potentially score mm-hmm. against Ohio State, which I think is fair. They have a better quarterback. They have a much better receiving core overall. So I think that was kind of where the line's kind of coming in. Like I don't really see Wisconsin scoring more than 21 in this game, barring yeah. just an Ohio State kind of let down or some sleepy sort of turnover plays. that They haven't really made many dumb plays this season, yeah. apart from the Michigan game where they turned it over three times, and yet they still dominated overall. I think it's going to be easy for Ohio State overall. I think one more point about going back to the Georgia-LSU game as well is I think it's uh, – Important to remember, Kirby Smart and this Georgia team have played in playoff games before, and they've been in sort of these big game situations. So it's also going to be interesting to see how LSU does. They did go into Alabama and win, for sure, but it'll be interesting to see how they handle kind of the moment. Is This is kind of a very big stage game for these guys. Yeah, no, that is very true. Um, Yeah, I mean, the lights will be shining. And that Alabama win, you know, the shine has has kind of worn off a bit on that Alabama win in Tuscaloosa. So. Yeah, especially considering a lot of people were saying, you know, Tua wasn't fully healthy for that game and, you know, all that stuff. And still Ohio State's – or, uh, sorry, LSU's defense letting up 41 points in that game. Yeah. Um, definitely kind of a blemish. But, uh, but yeah, great chatting with you, man. Hopefully we can maybe round one up uh, after the, the uh, selection show and, and, and give some bowl picks. Where, where, yeah, where, sure. where, where are you looking for the Irish to end up? Where are you hoping that they end up bowl-wise? Well, from what everything I've read, the New Year's Six is out of the question. It's looking mm-hmm. like it's almost for certain the Camping World Bowl, unfortunately, because they've been. I think they've been disrespected at fifteen. I mean, they only have two losses. I don't know how they're not closer to eleven or twelve. They're behind a few three-loss teams. Yeah. So it's kind of surprising that they've only sat there. I hope they get Texas. That's kind of the rumor. Everybody wants this Notre Dame, Texas showdown yeah. myself. included. I'd be much more intrigued to get a game against Texas than I think they've, they've thrown around Oklahoma state or Iowa state or Kansas state. And I'd much rather go play Texas, even if they have more losses than those teams, just yeah, absolutely. because of the, the brand matchup. And I'd like to get revenge for uh, that Tyrone swoops touchdown and yeah. overtime. The Charlie the Strong game, baby. Texas is back game. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I'd love to get revenge for that one. Yeah. We get text. Yeah, no, I'm excited for bowl season, man. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm hoping Michigan. A lot of the, some of the uh, reports from ESPN that I've been reading with the bowl predictions is that Michigan's going to end up playing at Bama in the Citrus Bowl. So that would be, I think, a little bit, uh, a little bit flattering, if I don't say so myself. I think that would be uh, kind of a reach spot for Michigan. But probably a pretty solid recruiting point for them. And if they can bring that one home and um, for the first time in a few years, I'll be actually interested to watch a Michigan bowl game because I won't be disappointed. And instead I'll be a little bit uh, excited. They've, they've been boosted up a tier instead of missing the playoff or uh, playing Florida again. So always great, always great yeah. having these conversations, Connor. And uh, I really hope we've been both talking about how scared we are of, Utah winning and Oklahoma winning and the committee just bouncing Oklahoma yeah. right over Utah into that four spot and then yeah. Ohio State embarrassing Utah and, or embarrassing uh, Oklahoma on a neutral field the uh, first yeah. of the playoff. I think that that is – as much as I hate – I would hate to see that happening, I, I find it to be fairly realistic scenario. So I hope I'm wrong. I'm sure the committee would love it. They could talk about flag planting for another yeah, four exactly, years. Exactly. Planting who's flag in the middle of the field. Yeah. The newest rivalry. Yeah, you exactly. Know, how the playoff yeah. is creating new rivalries. Ridiculous. Yeah. 
All right, bud. Great, great being on the horn with you, and uh, hopefully we can round one up uh, next week. Yeah, appreciate it.